So it's February. It is. It's your month. Happy month. <laughs> Happy month to me. Uh, as you know, I am black. What? Yes. It's You're true. black? It's true. And I thought I was celebrating it's it's gun <laughs> violence survivors month. <laughs> That's what I was celebrating for you. I did survive not being shot. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> on beating gun violence. Um, so it's Black History Month, right? And uh, I was at work on February 1st. Uh, and of course, my like the kitchen, the line cooks, we have like, I don't know, like half our staff is black, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that particular night, both of the line cooks um we're black and obviously i am also uh and then the only the only other people at work were like um my asian co-worker uh he is a first generation chinese immigrant like his parents are immigrants but he i think is not okay um and then uh the sous chef is polish um and then uh our like supervisor that night was white um we do have a non-white super we have two non-white supervisors actually now but um at this particular time that was the layout um there was also a the black, racial layout that was the racial layout which is relevant to what happened <laughs> next um and i think the bartender uh that night was also black um and so uh we're just you know hanging out celebrating we're joking around in the kitchen. Uh, one of the line cooks makes, because uh, she she's also... What's she's her race? Black. Okay. Both of the line cooks are black. Okay. Um, the sous chef wasn't really like around for this conversation. It was basically just the two black line cooks, me and the Asian server. Um, and so one of the line cooks is like doubling as a dishwasher because we didn't have a dishwasher that night. And so she's in the dishwasher station and she makes some joke. I forget what she even said, but she makes a joke about Black History Month, Mm -hmm. to which I respond, this Black History Month, I'm coming out on top. (laughs) You know, just something I saw on Twitter or some shit. I don't know. And my Asian coworker is also in the room and he decides that this is his opportunity to say, I don't understand why we have Black History Month. (gasps) And... At that moment, all the black people in the room, again, there are three black people in the room when he says this. He's just talking to us. Um, We all look at him. And uh, the line cook who's doubling as a dishwasher at that moment is like, do you like, is that like a question? Like, do you actually want to know or are you just being ignorant? Mm -hmm. Of course, at which point he's like, oh, well, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know. (laughs) Um, And so she's like, "Okay, well, then I'll answer your question. Um, Black History Month is for this, this and this reason. You know, it's like an education thing. It's like that's some sometimes uh, depending on what school system you're in. That's like when kids learn about like important things about black history um, that isn't necessarily taught in um their history units or social studies or whatever you call it when you're a child um and uh you know like it's it highlights certain things that are important uh not only to the black community but also to like you know american history right um and 
so she goes through this and talks about like why um she in particular finds it important um i contribute a thought or two and so does the other line cook but you know it's mostly a conversation between her and him uh because she's i don't know she's like a mom she's probably the most motivated of the three of us to like she really was like oh i'll just educate this guy um and he will uh maybe learn something new today oh no oh no (laughs) he did that is not how he responded um instead he has an hour and a half long argument with the kitchen about just ignoring his tables at this time I mean, we were kind of slow. I mean, like we had pretty much done. This was like after the main push of the night. Yeah. Um. So we were kind of popping in and out. Um. So it's even worse. He actually was going out, doing his job, and then coming back in, starting the argument back up. Nice. Mm-hmm. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Uh. He was like, I just don't think any race should have a month. He does he know he has a month? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um. And then <laughs> when, um, like, I guess, uh, one of the, the, the female line cook, she was trying to explain the concept of why you have a month that's like, it's kind of a celebration, but also kind of not. Um, and I, I, I'm like, oh, he just doesn't understand the concept of like why people have like, um, like what kind of uh context this is and i said well it's kind of like pride month right um where it's like you have a group that has uh experienced something negative and they're turning it into a positive by you know commemorating history and you know kind of like having a chance to be like a little proud of yourself or whatever and he goes well i don't believe in pride month either of course and because i cannot keep my mouth shut i was like Damn, you hate the blacks and the gays. <laughs> um, I don't I didn't mean to say it like that. Like it probably antagonized the situation more than like it needed to, but like I was like, holy shit, you're coming for all of us. That mind you, two people in the kitchen were black bisexuals. Yeah. So coming for you guys specifically. He, he, he was he was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> um and like it's it's this back and forth because um w- one of the line cooks she genuinely believes this man just doesn't understand and doesn't realize like this ignorance runs deep yeah like it is not a because he he then gets into like well things have really changed recently I don't know if you realize ah! what yes Tyree He's- Nichols was just beaten to death. By the police. They passed him his, his barely uh, alive body to one another and take t- uh, took turns getting their licks in on this man until he died. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know if you realize. <laughs> I don't know if you blacks noticed. <laughs> yeah. And um and and he was he was bent out of shape by uh the line cook saying that he didn't understand like what she was saying. And it was like how are you surprised that she's saying that you're literally going around saying, well, tensions are really high. Like race relations are bad recently. I don't know if you realize that things have gotten so bad. It's like, yeah. So the solution is to, first of all, you uh, black people do not understand the tensions are hot and that, uh, that, that that race relations aren't what are well what is the point i'm like, like that's insane to say <laughs> that's insane to say um and then uh he he went on to say like 
well, you know, um, and, and, and she's, she's going on about like how education is important. Um, and, uh, he goes on to say, well, actually, I think if you tell a child that about all of these things that happen to black people, then that just makes them think, oh, well, you're different from me. What? And I was like, do you think if we stopped educating on like racism, that all racism would disappear? Yes. He genuinely believes that. Oh, and I said, well, if you could snap your fingers and every person in the world is 0% racist, like in a moment, that still doesn't like change systemic inequality. And he was like, no, but it would. And I'm like, how do you know what like redlining was? Like there's things that like, everybody's starting off in different places because of systemic inequality. It's not interpersonal racism that's necessarily a problem. Yeah, just because this guy hates black people, you know, doesn't mean that... uh, He's responsible for the poverty rate in black communities. That is so good. Literally, like, if if every single person stopped being racist, that wouldn't change the fact that uh, the difference of circumstances that the systems perpetuate, whether or not... You know, because redlining is illegal now. That doesn't change the fact that Chicago is one of the most segregated cities in America because of the history of redlining here. Yeah. Um, And so it's just like, I, I like there was a point at which I realized like when when we were having that conversation, I was like, oh, there's no point in talking to this man. Yeah. Like. I need to shut this down because I can see the line cooks are getting aggravated and I have now realized there's no way that we, there's nothing we could say to him Yeah, that would change his perspective at least today. Right. And so that is the point where you go, okay, let's, let's just agree to disagree mm. about black people, I guess. <laughs> um, and because he was like he turned the conversation away from like black history month and whether we should have one of those to just like we shouldn't teach racism in schools or whatever like we shouldn't teach the history of like what happened in the country Um, slavery (laughs) and so um you know i kind of shut it down he kept coming back he was like you know i I dated a black girl once oh (laughs) so you're not racist because you know a black woman. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, and we were together for a really long time. And at, at a certain point, he stopped talking to me and the other woman um, and started talking to only the male line cook because I guess he was being less outwardly aggressive. He was kind of keeping his opinions to himself and just doing on the inside. Um, and so the this this guy um thought, oh, I'll just I'll just vent to him and he'll he'll get it because he's one of the good ones. <laughs> And as soon as he walked away, the line cook turned to me and he's like, he got to stop talking to me because <laughs> uh, I really wanted to like this guy and I'd rather not know this about him, to be honest with you. Um, I'm like, he thinks I'm he thinks I'm the chill one. I'm about to explode. I just didn't say it. <laughs> um so, yeah, we had a racism moment. Uh, happy Black History Month. <laughs> on February 1st, this man unleashes this tirade on us. Like, some people are so fucking comfortable just saying whatever. Yeah. Like, at work. I'm like, that's crazy. Whatever happened to shame? Whatever happened to shame? I happened to, like, have a conversation with my mother the following night. 
And she, I told her this story and she was like, you said he's first generation Chinese immigrant. They had his people in camps and he doesn't understand. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, you so right for that mom. Shout out to mom. One, two. As always, I am Ray, joined by my co-host, Jay. That's me. That is you. Thanks for being here. Um, so, L's this week. I've got a, sh- I've got a mild L. Okay. I was, ta- I was taking the, the L to school. Taking the L. That's our podcast. That is the name of the podcast. <laughs> podcast mentioned. But, so, I was sitting, my headphones were super busted. Every once in a while, I have to dip my AirPods, like, fully submerge them in, um, rubbing alcohol to make them work what i don't know why <laughs> but i do so one of them was really busted i could barely hear anything out of it so i'm mad i'm on the train and i'm mad because <laughs> i can't hear what's playing off my phone I, and i glance up and i notice a dude is staring at me like hardcore like there's no i'm one of the only people in this car on the train it's like a weird time mm. he's fully staring at me there's no one else he could be looking at And I like notice it and I look back down on my phone for a while, hoping he'll like, you know, look away. I look back up. No, he's still staring at me. And then I notice he's soaked in piss. He has the streaks down the front of his pants. He is soaked in his own piss. And now I'm angry because what are you staring at me for? You're covered in piss. dare you <laughs> avert your eyes please mr p pants <laughs> he didn't do anything but so it's a light l but it was just irritating to me because it's like i know i can't look worse than you why are you staring at me covered in your own fucking piss <laughs> that's crazy like you had something to be uh, concerned about right like i i know i probably look irritated because of my headphones but at least i don't look like i just peed in my pants <laughs> sir maybe you should have as a power move yeah honestly asserted my dominance <laughs> in the train right then and there but that's it that's all i got my week was... been matchers oh no <laughs> yeah steal his look Steal his look for free 99. <laughs> I I guess I also have a light L on uh, public transit. And it's just that I recently switched back because I, I was on a Metro moment mm-hmm. uh, because I it takes so long to get to work if I take the like CTA trains because they have so many stops, whereas yeah. the Metro has like four stops and you're all the way in another town. Um so I um I uh had swapped back because taking the metro is kind of a gamble because it's, if you miss it it's like okay well you're going to be really late now because yeah. you were kind of get kind of close. Um and I was like I'm in an arc where cuz we're you know we're scheming at work we're we're trying to 
we're trying to make some things happen. And to do that, I need to be early every day mm. to make sure that I get my way. Okay. okay. Um, and so I switched my mode of transit, but that means I'm on the CTA a lot more now. CTA is very different from the Metro. The Metro, nothing wild happens. Everyone on the Metro is a commuter. They're all very serious. Um, they're like, I did not pay to take this ride to do something fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Now the CTA, on the other hand, there's a myriad of ways you can wind yourself up on the CTA, even if you did not pay. So there's a lot of people doing fucked up shit on the CTA all the time. Anybody who moves between one train car to the next on the CTA. Up to no good. There's, you're not, yeah, there, you you are doing something nefarious. There's two reasons why you move between cars. You're either up to no good, doing something nefarious, or you're escaping something nefarious. Yeah. Even in that case, I would just wait for the next stop and then and run. Then run out and into the different car. Yeah. I'm not walking on that rattly it's little walkway. Unsafe. No, wait, there's nothing to keep you there. No, you could you just could fall, fall off, off the train. <laughs> Uh, you are for a moment outside of the train while it is moving. On like a one foot platform, yes. like moving between On the cars. On like the connector that holds the cars together. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. Um, And so I'm on the train at a inopportune time because I realize this is the time of I'm very far removed from this lifestyle now, but like I realize I'm on the train at the time where like, drunk college kids are like taking the train home from like a Loyola house party. Mm -hmm. I don't like that no. at all. Okay. Um, it has been years since I have seen like drunk young people on the train with me. And I hate it because I've got like a broken earbud because I lost my earbuds again. So I'm back to like, being a one year bud Andy mm -hmm. and so I can fucking hear them while I'm like listening to my music on one side and I'm like can you shut the fuck up no you can't because you're pissed drunk mm -hmm. okay um hate it yeah something like it was before we started the podcast but last um it was last St. Patrick's Day I was taking the blue line somewhere and the blue line goes out to Forest Park. And so there's a bunch of kids and they were kids. There was no way these people were 21 uh, coming from the suburbs, very obviously coming from the suburbs on the train. And it was like 20 of them and they were sprawled out all over mm. feet up on the seats. So people couldn't sit down screaming, oh my drinking, God. screaming, being fucking obnoxious and it was everyone who was there as a normal person just riding the train was so irritated. Eventually this woman stood up and she was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Get off the train or shut the fuck up. And I'm not joking. Everyone on the train, except for this group of kids started clapping. It was awesome. It was hero, fucking awesome. Local hero. And they they didn't, though. They didn't shut up. At the, but at one point, they were confused about their stop. So they were like, one of them was like, is this our stop? And I like put my head down and I was like, yeah, it's this one. And then <laughs> half of them got off and then the doors closed. And the other half was like, where are you going? 
so because I yelled that out, they got separated, which brought me so much joy. <laughs> but then to get back together, because we're downtown at this point, so it's like between two stations that are super close. Mm-hmm. Um, the other half of the group got off, and then finally there was silence. <laughs> finally, it was quiet on the train. My God, yeah, no, I get what you. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. That's insane. Yeah, uh, drunk kids, take an Uber. Yeah, please. Your mom and dad can afford for you to take an Uber. Get off public Do transit. Do not be on the train with us regular folks who are just trying to get somewhere. Okay, so we've got some stuff for you all today. Because this is a podcast, we talk about things and stuff. The first is this TikTok. Um, it's a woman who is recording her date, and it gets increasingly horrifying. Thank you for taking me here. You're welcome. All right, I'll get those going and then I'll come back and grab you. Thank order. you very much. You're welcome. All right, so I liked what she had mentioned about the scallops. I thought that sounded really good. Now, I'm a big seafood fan, so I think I'm going to do that. Let me order for you. I'll surprise you. I know what you want. I hate surprises. <laughs> you know this place better than me, so. Yes, I do. No. <laughs> or uh, it's just no. Let me order for you. No. You know I don't what? think you will. I was at work the other day and this couple came in and it's this like blonde white woman with like lip filler mm-hmm. and this like I think he was Indian or of like maybe he was like Middle Eastern or Indian I'm not sure um and he um they came in and they sat at this um this like table for two kind of off to the side by themselves and I happened to have them that night. And uh, so I go up and like the he orders everything for both of them. Like and I quickly realized like, oh, I just need to talk to him. Yeah. Because like she she, uh, she she's just like looking at the menu and then like looking at him and he's just like doing it all. And I got the feeling that it was like a kink that okay. they were doing because um, it was like. He would order his stuff and then um, he would he literally like asked about a cocktail, like how sweet it was. And I was like, oh, it's like you kind of more smoky. It's not super sweet. And he was like, OK, yeah, she'll have that one. Um, so, like, I guess he knew her preferences. Yeah. Uh, but like it was every course was like he would order for both of them. And at some point I had to kind of guess who was what was for who. Because he didn't even specify. Yeah. He was just like, we'll take this and we'll take this. I'm like, okay, but which one's for you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like, sometimes when people do that, it's like, I assume as a, like a, as their server or whatever that like, I'm like, okay, um, this has got to be some sort of power play between you because sometimes it's like not consensual. And they're like, um, actually I'll take something else. I'm like, please don't do this to me. I just want to know who I should be listening to. (laughs) And, uh, this is one of those cases. So what are you getting? I'm getting the ribeye. With the mashed potatoes. So what are you going to order for me then? The ribeye with the mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. (laughs) You don't want it. You don't like my ribeye? Not good hair or something? Well, you don't want it add on any calories to you no no way i would take the knife in front of me and slit his throat and watch it empty out on the table in front of me that's a crazy question to ask especially if it's like a first date it's like what did you just like assume 
that like they were watching like unless you were talking about this previously and even then i'm like it's still inappropriate as still fuck kind of inappropriate to to like oh but remember your diet like also to, to be like you can't have red wine because of the calories but i'm gonna order you a ribeye with mashed potatoes as opposed to the scallops, scallops right <laughs> No, but I mean, we're on a nice little date, so I think I can ignore it for now. I'll order you a drink that'll, that'll suit what you're looking for. <laughs> what the hell am I looking for? Something with less calories. Yeah, that is true. I mean, wine does have a lot of sugar. Oh. I tend to know what women like. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good because not many guys do. Well, I'm definitely a cut above the rest. <laughs> I'm definitely a cut above the rest. She's being way too nice to him. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with. She's actually going to have what I'm gonna have. What's that? Uh, I'm gonna have the. Uh, Either one of you like to add super salad tonight? Um, yeah, I was gonna do the, the soup. The, this. The, is that okay? That's fine. Oh. Having to ask, is that okay? <laughs> My God, girl, leave. <laughs> so now she's filming in the bathroom, just talking to the camera. I can't even fucking talk, okay? I can't even order. He thinks he's being so nice. Updates it. It's Nick. Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to take care of my bill. Um, because <laughs> I, I do mind. I, I will go ahead and take care of it. No, no, no. no. L listen, I've had an experience like this in the past, and I do not want to repeat, so I will definitely... Well, that's not me. I, I will... He said it was quiet, so you might not have heard it, but he said, you will not embarrass me. To he, who? He's going to kill you. He's going to murder you. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> that's crazy. If somebody said that to me, I would literally like everything would flash before my eyes because that is very much like a um your husband of 10 years who constantly berates you is going out to eat like <laughs> yeah jesus christ okay it's not an embarrassment like i can also just cash out no you. it is it's very much an embarrassment okay okay don't, don't worry about it just not make a scene i forgot you like to open the door thank you that's really nice of you all right i'm just gonna run into the, the car if that's okay no no it's not. oh my god I'm, okay it's pouring rain, if you were wondering why she wanted to run into the car. I could have gotten in there a lot faster if nope, I just ran. The gentleman has to get the okay, door. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Nice, thank you. So, she's still alive. She's posted TikTok since then. <laughs> um, she reacted quite differently than I would have. Yeah. If, if a man, I mean, here's the thing. Again, um, I don't like when it comes to like ordering for someone, if it's like that's the dynamic you want, like because I know some people think that's sexy. Mm -hmm. Right. But to just do it with a stranger and then say, like, this drink has too many calories for you. I'm going to order something with less. <laughs> no. First off, why do you as a man know that information? Right. <laughs> Right. But also, again, if you're concerned about calories, don't buy her the ribeye. Like, just doesn't make any sense. I'm saying I'm a cut above the rest. No, you're you're creepier. You're <laughs> cut below the rest. <laughs> Somehow. I, mean, I would have gone to the bathroom and never come back. Oh, 100 percent. When she went and let her film, that's the moment I would have left. Climbing out the window immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so there's that. And then you wanted to talk about this. Yeah, so I saw this tweet um, where, and I guess they're talking about a TikTok, uh, but somebody had posted something where they mentioned that they had a boyfriend of 12 years and somebody tweeted, my boyfriend of 12 years is so embarrassing to say out loud. You're in hell, girl. Um, even the men in the TikTok comments are like, what do you mean by that? Um, and, uh, you know, basically the thread is talking about like, um, after five years, it won't work. I fear maybe even three. If a man doesn't ask me to marry them within three to five years, it's definitely over. And this is why I promote the idea of using the term partner after a certain point. It's not just for the gays anymore. How are you in your thirties or forties calling your partner of many years, your boyfriend? Doesn't that sound unserious to you? Yeah, it's not so much that they're unmarried that's the problem. Yeah, like I don't like, these really people care. are making fun of them for being unmarried. No, unmarried. That's I, you know their choice. It is what it is, right? Like there are many reasons why somebody doesn't get married. Some people feel very strongly about not believing in the institution of marriage. I'm not that sanctimonious. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I I like marriage, <laughs> um, but like um, the that's fine whatever uh if you want to be unmarried be unmarried maybe you can't afford it like maybe you're waiting maybe you're paying off debt so your partner doesn't inherit your own you know whatever there's lots of reasons people don't get married but why are you still calling him your partner i mean why are you still calling him your boyfriend like i don't know like i've always thought that sounded very high school yeah even like short-term partners, I like don't like to call them like boyfriend or girlfriend. One because I'm an incredibly secretive person, and I'm like, I don't need you to know the uh, the gender of my uh, my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, like it used to be the case where it's like you saying partner kind of outs you as gay. Not so much anymore. No, not with like you know, it's just like people tend to use more gender inclusive language in general. Also, like. Um, we've got like non-monogamous people on the scene who have many partners, right? And then it's like, well, you, you're not going to call them all your boyfriend. Yeah. That's weird. Um, so this is a PSA to everybody. Stop calling your partners, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. It sounds childish. It does sound very childish. Like, especially like older people who, yes, maybe they're divorced or whatever. And they're dating again. Right. Like my mom's boyfriend. What the fuck? Yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Or like, you're like in your fifties and you're calling someone your boyfriend, like grow up, grow up, grow up. Come on. That's not your boy. Please be serious. <laughs> this is my crush. Shut like- the fuck up. You're so old to be saying that like so everybody switched to partnered language because uh it sounds much better it's a, and it i feel like it denotes a more serious relationship personally i agree like you don't have to call like if you're not actually like you can say they're someone you're seeing or whatever like if you're not serious about them but like if you're like together together in a established relationship call just call them your partner yeah you won't sound like a kid that way. Yeah, absolutely. And nobody will be bothering you about whether or not you are married. Speaking of sounding like kids, I saw this TikTok of a child-free by choice woman that, you know, those are just adults who choose not to have children mm-hmm. talking about not having children. And I thought it was interesting because I think that she dispels some narratives that are a little too prevalent. 
total freedom, a life of joy, a life of non-aging, as we can see. There's no filler or Botox in this face. It has meant that I was able to retire from corporate America at the age of 38 years old to travel the world and live abroad in luxury and style. And I'm still doing that all these years later, all these decades later. Um, I live abroad, I travel, I have businesses, I have money. <laughs> oh my She's so happy. She's like glowing. She looks really good. Mm -hmm. I have money. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't have stress. I don't have worry. I have joy. It's amazing being child free for me. Now to all of your friends and family that are telling you that you're going to somehow be jealous of those that have children and you're going to have all this regret, don't believe them. What they're telling you is a total lie and it is a complete and total scam. Trust me, those of us that are child-free by choice have never looked at our friends that have kids and said, oh, I really wish I would have made that choice. No, said none of us ever. In fact, people that, are that have children, and God bless you. You guys, parenthood is one of the hardest things you could ever do in life. God bless all parents, Lord knows. But parents look at us that are child-free and they channel that as jealousy of us because we have our freedom. So I just call it as it is. I don't think she's wrong. I mean, I am someone who wants to have kids. And I am someone who does not. And I, you know, it's a choice that I've made that I want to have children. And I just, I, I know it's difficult. I know it's going to suck. But I just can't, I hate that idea that like people who choose not to have kids are like going to eventually be bitter about it or they're going to be jealous of all their friends who do have kids because it's like what why why would you be also i feel like people are so weird these days they live the way that they interact with society like why it, it's the same thing where it's like somebody has kids and everyone in their like in their like support and social circle is like okay well those are your kids like you have to do this like by yourself you're not going to get any help it's like you People, people live in social circles. It's a society. We live in a village. Like people, like if I'm, I'm like, I'm happy to help people with like their child rearing responsibility. Like I'm happy to babysit. I'm happy to like help people get some rest when they have like kids. It's like, it's not so black and white. Like if you have, if you don't want to have kids, but you have a desire to like interact with kids and you have friends who have kids, it's like, it's not like your friends are going to be like, no, you can never see my children. Yeah. I don't want any help from you, even though you have endless free time. <laughs> like, it's just different strokes for different folks. Yeah. I also like that she didn't go the route that I do sometimes see child free people go, which is like kids are disgusting and I can't even imagine why anybody would want them. That's horrible. Instead, she's yeah. like, you know, it's a choice that you make and it's like a really hard job and I respect the people that do it. It's just not for me as yeah. opposed to like, ew nasty <laughs> yes there are a lot of child haters in our society um and i get it yeah. but keep it to yourself you know like yeah. you don't have to say all that on the internet <laughs> don't hate the player hate the game so what i want to say to you is do you make your own choices live your own life and enjoy your peace and if you're soliciting advice from these people please don't solicit it and if they offer it, which people tend to do that have children, why don't you just like go raise your kids and be happy and do you? It's so weird. It's really weird, people. It's weird. Um, if they give that advice, just let them know that you don't need it and, and you're good. So I hope this helps. Being child-free at 55 years old means complete and total joy. 
I'm shocked to hear that she's 55. No, she looks like maybe late 30s at best. Yeah, she she looks significantly younger. Boy, more choices. You know, last summer, because Mexico, where I live, is so hot, I moved to Istanbul, Turkey for the whole summer, had a ball. This summer, I'll be in Europe gallivanting around, having a free hot girl summer. So being child free equals freedom. I wish the best to you. And if you decide you want to change it in the future, you can always freeze your eggs now and have kids later by surrogate or what have you. You can always adopt or you can get a puppy. <laughs> All right. I hope this helps. She's so happy. I hope this helps. <laughs> She's so happy. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Like having a puppy is not the same as having a child, but if you just want to take care of something and have something to love. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely could fill that void. <laughs> okay. We've been talking about relationships. So let's talk about some relationships that are in distress. Yes. This is now I, I have to say this is solicited advice. Yeah. They are posting this on r slash relationship advice. So I'm going to give my, inexperienced advice nobody should be listening to me about relationships but i'm gonna open my mouth anyway <laughs> okay so the first one we've got is at what point in my 28 female partners 31 male grieving process do i start looking out for myself oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i'm writing in tears right now good good way to start let us know that you're crying <laughs> My partner's mother got in an accident last year. It changed our lives and was incredibly devastating. She was in the hospital for about eight months and then moved into hospice last month and passed away three weeks ago. So three his, weeks ago. She, he's grieving for just three weeks since his mom died. We're not off to a super hot start for the poster. It has been terrible. The heartbreak that my partner and his family has gone through has been tremendous. Everything about what happened has been traumatic. It was also, uh, it also obviously impacted our relationship. For context, we've been together for five years and are engaged. We canceled our wedding. He spent about four months total across the country taking care of her. I was not able to join for all that time because of work and caring for our animals. I have, however, spent weeks at a time on multiple occasions there helping uh, care for her as, and as emotional support for him. My partner was an emotionally distant guy to begin with, and it has gotten so much worse. We weren't communicating and it was hell. So over the summer, I suggested we see a couple's counselor and he broke up with me. It was devastating, but then he said he didn't mean it and we got back together. Okay. All right. Just, you're not, it's, it's over at this point, <laughs> I feel like. He got home five days ago after spending a few weeks there after she passed. He doesn't talk to me. He ignores me or acts like I'm ignoring him or I'm annoying him. He gets mad at me for the smallest things like not putting the dishes away or leaving a coffee cup in the car. Hold like a mug or, or like a, like an empty paper cup. Yeah. Huh. I'm so lost. So am I. Are you just carrying around cups? <laughs> <laughs> I calmly suggest you see a therapist to help him work through this grief because it's going to be a long road. And he flipped on me. He started saying he doesn't need a therapist and somehow turned it around on me. He yelled at me, said I was gaslighting him and dismissed everything I was trying to say. This was two days ago. I've been working hard on a creative pursuit that is a lifelong dream of mine. And last night I had my first performance uh, where I was invited to perform with people who have been in the industry for a while. I approached him in the morning, basically trying to smooth things over and explain again why I think therapy would be a good idea and how I just miss him. That I completely understand why, but I feel like he is emotionally unavailable. And after a year of uh, going through this side by side, I also feel like I have lost a partner through this. 
He again flipped out on me and said he just needs me to do the little things. Again, citing household things like dishes and keeping the car tidy. And I said, I can respect this, but I also have been showing up in big ways and my life's purpose isn't to do little things for him. He said I didn't do anything for him. So I'll pause there for a second. Things have started to take a turn. At first, I was like three weeks of grieving and you're like, done with it you're kind of fucked for that but now yeah. it's it feels very much more like ah he's yeah. been attacking you for some time yeah you guys this relationship has been increasingly hostile for over a year now mm. so yeah I, I, I might the tides are changing the tides are turning that's you know redditors have this in- insane skill for making the title so misleading yeah <laughs> right like i was so against you from the jump and now I kind of am empathizing with you. This shattered me that he said she doesn't do anything for him. I feel like I've sacrificed my life for him. I was getting ready to go to the performance and found him sobbing. I comforted him for a while and was ultimately late and didn't do well. I want to be there to comfort him about his loss, but this is also why I am recommending therapy for him. I simply don't have the tools to single-handedly help him work through this. If I am the worst partner ever, please tell me. If I am selfish, please tell me. I am drowning, and if he deserves better, please tell me. I have no idea what to do. How do I keep myself sane and feeling loved through this? Does anyone have experience with a grieving partner who you feel is turning against you? Um, There's an edit with some updates, but before then, I don't know. It just feels like, I mean, it's hard to tell someone they need to go to therapy. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. I, I mean, it's a could be a helpful suggestion but Mm -hmm. it seems like she's pressing it and he's clearly not interested in it yeah so i would suggest stop not that he shouldn't do it but that you should stop telling him to do it yeah because the more you tell him to do it apparently the less he's going to want to do it right and um i don't know it's like at this point i'm like it sounds like you should go to therapy for all the stress you're in. Yeah. But, you know? Okay. So here's the new info. Some new info about me as of tonight that I learned from him. I don't lift a finger in life, even though he makes four times more than me and we split everything. And I am the only one who deep cleans the house. I am unreliable despite the fact that I constantly show up for our friends and family and stay true to my word. But I forgot one thing in regards to selling our car this month. I am too happy and it is insensitive because he wants me to sit in it for a while with him, despite the fact that I've been present in grief with him for over a year, had to go on antidepressants for the first time in my life and cry at least once a day. But heaven forbid, I find joy in life through my hobbies and keep myself out of the dark place that almost killed me. He would rather be with someone who never said I love you than be with someone who can't do the little things for him because that is his love language. I do so many little things, but not the one he expects, uh, because how can I know all the tiny little things he expects from me? I'm sorry for the rant. I am absolutely shaking right now. You got to leave him. You got to leave him. You got to leave him. He sounds like a piece of shit. Sorry. Like, I understand he's going through something bad, but kind of sounded like he was kind of before. Yeah, he seemed like an asshole beforehand. So, yeah, it's fucked up. So big change, in my opinion, here. You're you they had me in the first half, not gonna lie. Yeah. But uh you should leave him. You should leave him and then don't feel bad about it because <laughs> he's treated you like shit. Yeah. Anyway, next one, short one. 
27 female and 27 male boyfriend still has not told friends about us. You want to take it away? My boyfriend and I have been together for three months and have known each other for four years. Today, I found out that he hasn't told anyone in his life that we're dating. Needless to say, I'm a little upset. I feel like he's hiding me from his friends. And now I understand why he won't let me visit his apartment. Hmm. Yeah. This is really hurting me. And I have told all my friends and family about him. What do I say to him? Edit. He has now lied twice about telling his friends we were dating. Tells me he won't introduce me to his friends because I'm unpredictable. And, but then won't tell me what I do wrong. And now he wants to know why I'm so upset, but I haven't accused him of lying yet. Leave him. It's only been three months. Yeah, I'm like, so, this is you, don't have, you don't have a lot of skin in the game here. Yeah. And you're 27. Come on. You're young as hell. Leave this man. He clearly, like, something. he's cheating on you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Or you're the person that he's cheating on someone else with. Right. Like, some, you're unpredictable. He's embarrassed by you? Is that what he's trying to say? Like, either she's secretly autistic and, like, he's embarrassed or, like, because I, it's not like you have a huge age gap. Yeah. That's usually the case when, when somebody's keeping a relationship to themselves. It's like, it's because it's inappropriate in some way. Yeah. Uh, but you guys are the exact same age and apparently have known each other for quite some time. So... I don't know. It's like something, either something weird is going on. Congratulations, you're the side girl. This is the number one comment, which was what my thought was. Like something's weird is going on here. Like you should uh, leave him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She thinks that he's embarrassed to be seen with her, which you shouldn't be with someone who doesn't respect right you. like either that or um the partner thinks you're like deeply unattractive i guess which is so bad which, which is, is like so... why are you dating then yeah right yeah don't if you don't think this person is attractive enough to be seen with you like i mean yeah leave him do yourself a favor okay well that one's settled let's move on to the next <laughs> we got two leave hims. we got yeah leave him leave him we'll see what this one is i 29 female don't know how to tell my husband 30 male i hate talking about sex and want a divorce. I don't know how to tell my husband. I don't want him to be my husband anymore. <laughs> it's such a crazy like segue to, well, talking about sex makes me uncomfortable, but also I don't want to be married to you. <laughs> Can't believe I'm posting here, but kind of at my wits end at this point. Uh, my husband and I have always had a great sex life. That is until I found years worth of cyber cheating evidence and messages where he was sending nude photos of me <laughs> to random strangers on sexting apps and various websites. Leave him! Leave him! That's crazy. Why photos of you? When we were in college, he would go out of his way to message random girls on campus almost every day while I was in a different town. But why, why did she you marry him? But like, well, I don't know if she knew when she married him that he was doing this while they were in college. I, it's unclear. Yeah. Because she says that is until I found years worth of uh, cyber cheating evidence. And it's like, you had a great sex life with a man who was cheating on you the whole time. That's interesting. Yeah. Also, I got to know. So he's he's messaging random girls, I assume as him. But why is he sending nude photos of her to strangers on sexing apps? Is he like pretending to be her? Yeah, that's that makes me <laughs> like, really curious. <laughs> also, it's super fucked up and illegal and illegal. As the years go on, I found more and more on, uh, on top of some other sexual trauma. He has caused me nothing like rape or anything, but coercion and other forms of abuse 
and years of anger issues and rage fits over stupid minor things. As I've gotten older, I find myself wanting to be uh, intimate with him less and less. We've been together for 12 years, married for nine, have one child together. They've been married since they were 20. That's a long time. Ooh, that's a long time. A week after I gave birth to our daughter, he told me he was unhappy with our sex life and wanted a threesome. A week after she gave birth. Oh my God, give her some time. Her pussy's still broken. Right. I should have left then, but I was in such a bad place mentally, being completely alone and healing from birth. I had no options to leave. We've had many discussions about how the things he's done have made me feel, and he said he regrets how he's acted, and for uh, a while things will get better until it just goes back to how it was before. We've both done therapy separately for a little while, but it never sticks, and due to financial constraints, it's hard. He is hyperfixated on sex and will bring it up in every conversation every single day to the point where I'm physically and emotionally exhausted by it. We have literal buckets of various sex toys because he always has to be trying something new or different and doesn't ever seem happy just doing the deed without making it a huge deal. Many of our relationship issues stem from his unhealthy obsession with sex, but he doesn't see a problem with it. He's hurt me in so many ways, and as I enter my 30s, I'm realizing all of the red flags I should have seen in the relationship early on uh, that I made a lot of exceptions for, and I don't see him the same. All right, it seems to me that this is going... I'm already saying leave him. I mean, he's I mean, a cheater. She said she wants a divorce. He's a cheater. You need to leave his ass. He's okay. a cheater, but also apparently abuses you in various ways. Yeah. I mean, he's fucked in the head. Also, I just, I don't know. People who like, I really have no respect. And most of the time I can find empathy for like people with bad takes. But I really have no respect for people who want to have a child with their partner go through the physical trauma of having a child and then are unhappy with the results. Yeah. Either are unhappy with the way their wife's body looks after uh, birth or unhappy with like having to wait to have sex for a while or unhappy with the amount of attention a child is getting versus how much attention they're getting as a husband. Just like if I just like you don't you weren't ready to have a kid then apparently yeah. Um, and your, your, your partner did all the work. Yeah. You of, didn't have to do shit. Having something very violent happen to their body. And now you've got complaints about it. Yeah. Like kill yourself, kill yourself. Indeed. <laughs> I'll be coming into some money soon, about $12,000. And I want to use it to get a new place for myself and our child and start the divorce process. I know after 10 plus years, it, he won't change. And I'm worth so much more than this. This is just the tip of the iceberg of what I could share, but it feels good to finally get this off my chest because I literally have no one else to talk about it with. He was my best friend for many years, but the last time I found sexting messages where he was sharing my photos with hundreds of men on the internet and the way he was talking just made me lose all respect and I can't look at him the same way. Hundreds of men? Don't just divorce him. Like, go to the police. I still feel guilty about potentially breaking up our family, but I know this isn't healthy or sustainable and uh, has severely impacted my mental health by trying to make it work. If anyone has gone through anything remotely similar, I wouldn't mind hearing your story. So I know I'm not alone in this. If you made it this far, thanks for sticking around. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him now. Get the fuck out. As soon as you get that money, as soon as you come into that money, leave his ass. Get a new house. Leave his ass and your child will be better for it. Yeah. Honestly. Your husband is a psycho. Yeah. Your child will probably be better if your husband goes to prison. <laughs> like, 
like literally. honestly you don't want this man having any influence over your baby okay i just uh, i i know this man's gonna be weird to the kid i just know yeah that's so ew ew yeah leave him okay leave him before the kid develops a severe emotional connection to him because he's a freak <laughs> yeah so we're on a we're on a three-peat here of leave divorce him. divorce <laughs> okay this one is a, a post-breakup one. Mm-hmm. My female 33 friends are choosing my ex, male 33, over me. Are they real friends? And I gotta say, right here, well, it depends. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, it depends on how the relationship ended. Because, like, I don't know. It is possible to have a friend and, like, they're wrong about how things went down with the with the breakup. You yeah. Know? Also, if you like were hanging out as a group a lot and they formed a friendship with the, with other, the other person, person and like you did them dirty, mm-hmm. it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, so I, F33, have a group of friends and met someone, M33, last year. We dated for a few months, but he broke up with me in January. It's been a very painful breakup due to our emotional connection. And he only gave me two weeks of space before integrating back into meetups. I will say, that's kind of, you know... That's fucked. Uh, when I had a partner who... Um, we had mutual friends. We had mutual events together and all of that. Uh, I want to say he waited like two months before trying to attend an event he knew I would be at with our like mutual friends. Yeah. So, um, though space was only in person, he carried on happily laughing and joking in the group chat the next day. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that is pretty uh, insensitive. It's not looking good for him. <laughs> he is very good at keeping his emotions inside and rarely displays any sign that he may be hurting. Whereas I have childhood PTSD due to being neglected and emotionally abused as a child. And due to this, I am not uh, able to hide my emotions at all. When he was around today, I had a huge panic attack and cried. My friends never showed me any sign of support and didn't bat an eyelid when seeing I had been crying and didn't show me any affection or come to my aid at all. They just carried on socializing with him instead. This is really hurting because keeping all of my emotions shut down is really hard, but I can't stop hanging with my friends and being as being around them is the only thing keeping me together right now. I'm starting to uh, idealize not existing and have been turning to alcohol lately too. Are they my real friends and just don't know what to do with me or are they choosing him over me? Well, there's a couple hard things here to, to yeah. break down. First of all, you only dated for a couple months for a couple months. Yeah. So like, I understand that you have some trauma, Yeah. but you, this wasn't a serious relationship, right? It couldn't have been that serious of a breakup. I think it's just like, this person's trauma they take things really hard yeah um just like personally uh i can't hate on the friends to be honest i feel like yeah also if they know you and they've known you for a while and mm. you uh are a very emotional person yeah it's sort of like the boy who cried wolf here right also why are you telling people on reddit that you want to kill yourself like that seems dramatic you want to kill yourself over a guy that you dated for a few months yeah like you you gotta i'm sorry you gotta you gotta you do you should you should keep those emotions locked (laughs) down like it's a little bit much it kind of sounds like you should be telling this stuff to a therapist but yeah like on the one hand it's like maybe you need to talk to your friends and say like oh well i think he moved on faster than me but it really hurts to like see you guys interacting like this but at the same time it's kind of like i don't know 
if your friend is like a BPD girly, yeah. some, sometimes you just got to be like, oh, she just does that. That's just, yeah, she cries. <laughs> That's who she is. That's who she is. She's a crier. I don't know. If we stopped what we were doing every time she had a breakdown, we would never go anywhere. Yeah. You know? I am curious what the replies are saying. Don't worry about that, uh, them for now or him. You need to work uh, on you. The first step for you is here is book, what, yourself, some is book yourself some therapy. And then she replied, uh, I'm in therapy, but it's not helping due to me due to needing specialist trauma therapy, which I can't afford. I need these people in my life because every time I'm alone, I spiral dramatically. They help me keep me stable, but they're not providing any emotional support and it's breaking me in equal measure. I don't know what to do. This was very highly downvoted. Her reply. <laughs> yeah. I can understand that you're hurting and that you are upset and in a bad place, but unfortunately people can some people sometimes can't always be there for you. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. Like I'm, you're putting a lot of pressure, pressure on, on your, your friends, friends to be your therapist. Like that's stressful for them too. And like, you are having an irrational response to those breakup. It wasn't a serious relationship. Like clearly it wasn't that serious. You were only dating a few months. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like if you can't hang out while he's there, then don't, don't go. Just hang out with your friends one-on-one. -on -one. Like yeah. I just, I don't understand why you can't do that. Also, it seems like, so, she, so she has a friend group and met someone last year. I'm confused about like, so these were her friends and she introduced him to her I friends so. or are they his friends that she was introduced to? It's hard to deduce from the way that she's writing about it. Yeah. It's, I can't tell, but if they're his friends, get yourself some other friends. Yeah. If they're your friends, like just hang out with them one-on-one -on -one. Right. or just message them and be like, Hey, I don't want him around. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like I was your friend first. You just met this motherfucker. <laughs> A couple months ago. A couple months like, ago. I'm, I'm sure they can handle not hanging out with him all the time. Like, yeah, you just need to voice your boundaries. And if they can't respect that. If they that, can't respect that, then they like him better than you. Yeah. And at that point, maybe you need to find other friends. Yeah, but you definitely need to go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last one. My 28 female fiance, 27 male, says he might be in love with another woman but doesn't want to lose me. Leave him. Leave him. Just leave him. So we've been together for eight years. Eight years. Leave him. Oh my God. We are moving to a, new, uh, to a new city in two weeks. He just told me that he might be in love with a coworker, but he doesn't know what he feels or what he wants anymore. He says he loves me and that he wants to quote, try in our relationship, but he doesn't know if he has a crush or if it's something else. First off, this broke my heart. I'm in constant physical pain. Can't eat or sleep. Second, I don't know what to do. I understand he has doubts and trying to figure out what he wants. He says he knows he doesn't want to live a life without me in it, but something is missing. He doesn't want to throw away eight wonderful years, etc. He says he thinks I'm better than the coworker, but he thinks maybe uh, he, he thinks about her maybe once an hour. He sees her at work, but we are living in uh, leaving in two weeks. Even if he doesn't come with me, he already quit his job and would have no place to live. Am I being an idiot? Is this relationship dead? Am I dragging it out? I'm in constant pain. Anyways, any thoughts? Leave him. Yeah. Leave him. Just leave him. I'm sorry. At that point, here's the thing. Some people, um, some people, they have something happen and it like hurts them very deeply. And then they wonder like, should I end the relationship? And it's like, honestly, the damage to the relationship has already been done. Yeah. The, 
the strike has been blown, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, he, he already said the thing. <laughs> and the fact that he said it is so egregious. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in a relationship with someone, you know, sometimes it happens that you like meet someone and you're like, oh, I could see myself being with this person. But then you just, you don't act on it. And you leave it you alone. You leave it alone and it'll go away because the, most of the time... It's just an infatuation. Yeah, it's, it's just... New, here's the thing. Humans, we're social animals. Meeting new people is exciting. Yeah. It's always going to be exciting. And if he doesn't value your relationship enough that like... Because obviously they are in a monogamous relationship. If he doesn't re- value your relationship enough that like he cares more about like your health and well-being and like the ongoing nature of your relationship to disregard this like uh i met somebody i barely know who excites me yeah because it's not like you don't know if she's interested he doesn't know if she's interested in him or if there's any possibility of a relationship there there probably isn't so it's like you're willing to throw away your entire eight years of a relationship for a crush she shouldn't be with him yeah Yeah. it's like clearly this man is not serious about your relationship in that case uh because if he was it's like okay well battle through those thoughts soldier yeah right like Um, i don't you know for me in all my past relationships there's been a point in the relationship where i've taken a turn and it's like i hate you (laughs) and everything you do irritates me and i think you're disgusting and it's like if you know people long enough like if he knows this woman well enough that he has this crush on that moment will come mm -hmm. because he doesn't he's not in love with her he will get to the moment where he's like oh oh Mm -hmm. you that that is a part of who you are i think that sucks (laughs) and then he'll realize how stupid he's been but it's doesn't matter the damage is done like clearly this is like affecting you negatively like way more than it's affecting him yeah he's just he's just kind of like should i throw away my wife of eight years or should i continue to think about this coworker from a job i've already left yeah Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Like, it's so childish. Like, clearly he's going through something. Like, he's nervous about getting, because they're getting married or whatever. Yeah. And that he's... And ner- they're, like, moving to a new city. He's just feeling nervous about it and is, like, trying to find a reason to stay or, like, not... And, and that's in reason in, in itself enough to not marry him. Yeah. Like, if he's doing this to you now, he's going to do something dirty to you once you're married, and that's going to be a whole other can of worms. Right. So just like, leave him. I, I I saw this video a, a while ago that was like talking about various, I don't know, I don't, I don't think they were Reddit stories, but it was like people who sent in like how their relationship ended. And there was this couple who they were pretty young and like the the husband was like pretty controlling. Like he didn't like that his um, partner was like kind of a party girl yeah, and wanted her to like become a stay at home housewife basically and he tried to break it off before the wedding or like he said something concerning that like wanted like warranted a breakup but they went through with it her parents spent thousands on the wedding and then 4 months into their marriage he divorced her oh my god after she like left her job left like her she didn't go to school like she she was just existing in his house to be this person he wanted her to be and it was yeah it, it was a huge waste of money yeah the whole wedding so it's like don't spend the money on this man yeah if he is already sure like if somebody wants to go let him go 
you know? Yeah. Because like, it's just going to be more complicated if you try to force this into something. I get like, people are like, oh my God, I've spent like eight years on this project, basically. Yeah. You know, I don't want to just trash it. I've been imagining a life with this person. I've been building a life with this person and it feels like a waste, but you're going to waste so many more years of your life if you don't end it now. At the, at the, at at the end of the day, like you're 28, he's 27. You can find somebody else. You have like, plenty of time. You're you're impossibly young. You're impossibly young. You could find another person before you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's not that serious. In fact, it's better to leave him now when you're 28 than have to leave him when you're 45 and you find out he's been cheating on you for several years. Yeah. <laughs> And it won't be with this bitch from work. I promise It'll you It'll be with a new bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, clearly this man is going going through something and he just needs to fucking deal with that on his own. He's not ready to get married, apparently. He's not ready to, to move away. So just fucking dump him. Dump him. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like I'm pretty well situated now to give relationship advice. <laughs> I do. I do. I've been through a lot of bullshit. I have a zero tolerance policy for it now. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm in a successful relationship, so... You did it. I did it. I won, you know? (laughs) So I have very little sympathy. I I understand that dating is hard, but at my my point... I mean, people say that, right? But at my my point in my life, it's like, it doesn't have to be. Like, you just... It's not that hard, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you can navigate through bad people until you find someone you like... Like we, you can make it work. And I think part of it is being willing to just say, you know what? I don't like this and moving on early so that you're not wasting time on people who, um, are not going to work out for you. Yeah. Like dating is a game where you really do just have to have your, you have to be selfish and have your best interests in mind when it's not a serious relationship. Because at a certain point it's like, you need to it's like okay maybe this is a problem we just need to work through in the same direction yeah uh but when it's when it's early and it's not serious you just need to know yourself and know things that are like um a red flag for you yeah right like maybe for example i don't think i'll ever try to date someone with a dog ever again yeah i realized recently I hate dog people. (laughs) I really do. I hate how much they talk about their dogs. I hate how much time they spend with their dogs. I don't even like dogs. (laughs) But for dog people, it's like having a toddler. Yeah. Like it takes so much time and energy. Having a cat is like having a roommate and having a dog. It's like like having having a baby. baby. Yeah. Yes. Um, And so, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you just have to know like things that really are never going to work for you that you think, oh, well, that sounds stupid. Maybe I should try to make it. Don't. No. There are millions of people who do not have that characteristic. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, and it seems like, oh, I'm never going to meet someone. You will. Though you will, though. You will meet somebody. You, <laughs> you will. And you don't want to be in this terrible marriage to somebody who has this, um, you know, core incompatibility with you. When you do run into somebody who's like really compatible with you and doesn't have all these issues, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, 
Good thing I married Joey, who I met when I was 20. Yeah. Um, Good thing I married the shithead I met at a frat party. (laughs) Who wants to fuck his co-worker. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, my co-worker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it literally is. It is just like. It's if you even in a long term relationship like this, you haven't done the deed. You're not married. Right. You can you can break it off, you know, in a much easier manner than a marriage. Right. And like it will you've been together so long. It's going to suck. It's going to suck for several months Mm -hmm. and you're going to you're going to have to sit with it and feel shitty for a while. But then afterwards, you will be so grateful that you're not still with Johnny wants to fuck his coworker. Mm And you, your life will be better for I also it. feel like people really, like, a lot of these posts are, like, somebody who you can tell their gut is telling them what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, they just, they're like, oh, well, I have all of these things I have to weigh in my life. It's like, if you feel sick thinking about continuing this relationship or you get this, like, sense of dread, don't do it. You don't have to do it. If it sucks, hit the bricks. Yeah, it's that simple. And honestly, you know, this person's pretty young. But at any point in your life. Yeah. Right. You're not too old to like just do something new, you know? Yeah. And like it's better than being miserable. Yeah. You would be even if you end up by yourself, it's going to feel better than sharing a life with somebody who you will never trust. Mm -hmm. Because like you can't. I don't know. Like you can't have a relationship with this deep he he caused, but this deep you know mistrust within it. Yeah, it's gonna suck. It's just gonna fucking suck, and you're gonna be anxious all the time, and you're never gonna be be really happy. You're gonna be worrying about because you're never gonna shake this thought. No, it will stay with you forever. Because your your partner of eight years uh, who has proposed to you, um, who has agreed to move to a new place with you. Just randomly said he might be in love with a coworker, <laughs> and like clearly you're moving there because you got a new job. Yes, so you're starting a new life there. Do it by yourself and be you happy. You can still go. Let him stay. He stays. You go. Let him be homeless at this <laughs> point. Like maybe he can move in with what's her bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just kick him to the curb and have a good life by yourself. I'm still thinking about how insane it is that he said. He thinks I'm better than the coworker, but he thinks about her maybe once an hour. Okay. What? She has made a bunch of replies to the post and she, okay, so here's one. Update, thank you for the replies. I'll try to answer some of the questions. Our relationship in general has been pretty great. Some, uh, just as some of you were suggesting, we are best friends. We laugh every single day. The reason we are moving is because I got a new job. Hey, look at us. We're so smart. I went to law school. Leave him! And this is a big government job. Leave him. Leave him. He doesn't deserve to suckle on that teat. He never went to college and supported me through law school. And truth be told, I'm scared to death taking this on this job in New City alone. You will thrive. I promise you, you are intelligent. You are able to get this job, not because of him, but because of you. Mm-hmm. You earned this. And supporting you through law school. I'm sorry. Like, what does that even mean? I went to law school. You know, I had I had friends who cared about me, but like you did it. Yeah. Your success in law school was because of you. Your success as an attorney is because of you. And this government job is going to be so fulfilling. It's the dream, girl. It's a nine to f- government jobs, nine to five salary. Mm-hmm. 
you can do it. And I'm going to assume big government job means you're probably moving to Washington. Washington is the place to be. DC yeah. is the place to be. If you are 20, she's 28. Yeah. If you're 28, you will, you'll be a hot commodity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know I'm probably worth a lot more, but I don't want know what I want. Maybe part of me wants to see if we can work this part out at uh, work this out. And the other part just wants him around until I'm brave enough. I don't know. Truly the quote other woman has a boyfriend. If that matters, I have no idea what her feelings are or if she even has any, maybe he knows she would never go for him. That's even more insane. This next line is killing me. He now suggested maybe our sex life is the problem since I've never been a fan of anal. He might be feeling like he's missing out, but he doesn't know. So he wants to do anal with his coworker who has a boy. I'm literally going to come to your location and end this right now. I will break up with him for you. You <laughs> need to leave him. I promise you that. That is so fucked. That's that so is insane. so fucked. Leave him. Okay. Then she said, uh, he, oh, and he isn't ready to stop talking to this other woman at work. Not without telling her why they can't speak. And it's just two weeks left, but he's still not. He never wanted to hurt me. He doesn't love you. He doesn't love you. I don't know. Maybe as a friend, but like that's still. Yeah, that's so fucked up. I don't know anything, but I know I feel anger. Honest. I feel honestly, I have not been able to feel anything but pain since this in my stomach and it's unbearable. Um, And then she said. Another update. Update. So leaving him didn't feel like an option when I made this post, but now I'm going back and forth in my mind, deciding to leave him one hour, then changing the next. I would feel so alone, but with so many people commenting on here, making me realize I would probably have met. I would probably have someone somewhere in the world to talk to if shit hits the fan. I don't have many close friends and I work a lot. Glad I went for a career though, as that will never leave me. Anyways, I think he blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I think he changed his mind because he's being so gentle and caring and telling me he loves me constantly trying to make me laugh. Somehow that makes me resent him a little. Good. Good. He's, he's trying to get back. He realizes he made a mistake and he's trying to get back into your good graces because he realized he just fucked up his relationship with the lawyer with the government job. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. For a woman he cannot have. Yeah. Because he wants to fuck her in the ass. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I, like, now I'm entertaining the possibility that maybe he said this to get something from you. And that's all. Like, maybe he was like, maybe I'll just scare her a little bit. See if I can get what I want in bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what it is. He's like, like trying to force you into having anal with him. Because, like clearly this upset you but he he he's he's very much couching this on like he knows he can't have this other person and it sounds like he's known this for a while yeah and then to suggest something that you could change to make the relationship better for him and now that he realizes you're actually considering leaving him he's like trying to he he's like oh i love you i love you i'm so like you know like haha isn't this funny like He's performing like a circus dog for you because he realizes he fucked up. Yeah. His gambit did not work. So then she continues. Either way, however this goes, I will try to make as many new friends as possible in my new city and at my new job. I will go with them to parties and I will really try and only think about myself. It will be me first. However, it shakes out. Thank you all. I'm really not a stupid woman. I'm considering the risk. And honestly, now after all this, I don't think I believe in real love anymore. At least not in the happily ever after bit. Thanks for letting me ramble on. That's so sad. Yeah, that is incredibly sad. Um, 
she also replied to this comment, which said, baby girl, you are better off. Go, you are going to be better off without him. You know it. We all know it. You are his backup plan. If it doesn't work out with her and you deserve so much better than him, drop the boy because he will find, uh, because you will find a man who will think the world shines out of your smile. And then she said, I cried like a baby reading this leave. I'm sorry. You got to leave him. Like he is a piece of fucking garbage who, and you're right. It was a, it was a, it was a move. He it, was, it was, it sounds like now that we have this extra information, I'm like, I think this was just a ploy. Yeah. I think he was trying to spook her because he thought he had more power. I don't know how he, he thought, thought he this. had some hand in this relationship. <laughs> you got no hand, no like, hand. <laughs> like you have no job and no place to live. You're moving because your girlfriend got a good job and, uh, is, is, is going to a new city with new people in it. You should be concerned, not her. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why he's being nice to you now. Not he because realizes he, can... he just fucked his meal ticket. Yeah. So leave him. You'll feel better. Your life will be better. Fuck this dude. I'll feel better. I will feel better for you. And I will. Ke- I'm going to keep tabs on this one because <laughs> I'm about to message this girl on Reddit. Like I'm literally I'm about to DM you and be like, girl, please, like, don't stay with him. Okay. From from one lawyer to another, you have a good job. Your life is ahead of you. This man was it, but a bump in the road. It was but a bump in the road on your <laughs> glorious journey. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon to get bonus content. We just put out a bonus episode last week, which was really good. We listened to a very racist song. You should sign it to your Asian coworker. <laughs> who's racist who's racist um and we yeah so do that listen to the bonus episode after you sub um but otherwise follow us on twitter at taking the l pod anything else no yes yes three two one